is KJZZ's Sun Up. It's your daily news update in podcast form from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again, I'm Phil Latzman. Happy to be back. Thanks to Bruce for filling in for our daily digest of the news here in Arizona. It's February the 15th. Hope you had a nice Valentine's Day. It's also Friday Eve, so let's get it going on this Thursday. Arizona has had lots of rain and snow over the last couple of weeks. So what does that mean for the state's water supply? KJZZ's Catherine Davis-Young has the latest. Arizona's weather stayed pretty dry through mid-January, but Bo Sfoma, a meteorologist with SRP, says so far in February, snowpack levels have caught up and then some. Even if the snow starts melting now, we don't get any more. We've already peaked higher than we do in most years, and it's only mid-February. So that's great. Svoma says that will mean another year of healthy reservoir levels on the Salt River. And he says four out of the last seven winters on the Salt River watershed have now been average or wet, which is good after decades of drought. But he notes most valley cities depend on a mix of water sources, including the Salt River, the Colorado River, and groundwater. So the long-term drought conditions affecting the Southwest are still a concern. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors appointed Charles Lucking to fill a vacancy in the Arizona House of Representatives from our politics desk. Wayne Shutsky reports. Lucking will replace Representative Ami Shah in Phoenix's Legislative District 5. Shah resigned earlier this month to focus on his campaign for Congress in Congressional District 6. Supervisor Bill Gates says Lucking's background as an attorney who represents tenants facing eviction will serve him well at the legislature. I think anyone who follows the Board of Supervisors knows that this issue of affordable housing is one of the most important issues that we're facing as a county, so I really appreciate his background he has on that. The appointment comes a week after the board appointed Sarah Liguori to fill the other LD5 seat in the Arizona House that was vacated by Representative Jennifer Longden. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. An international visitor to the Valley recently tested positive for measles, the county health department says it has identified two public places where people might have been exposed in late January. Kirsten Dorman has more. Dr. Nick Staub says the department only notifies the public of potential exposure this way when it's not possible to contact everyone who might have been around the infected person. So you'll notice they're often either a restaurant or a space like that. Otherwise, he says they'll reach out directly. If you haven't heard from public health and you weren't at either of these two locations at the time indicated, then your concern for exposure to measles is low. That would be the Twin Peaks Camelback in Phoenix or the breakfast buffet inside the Hilton Garden Inn in downtown Chandler on January 27th. While measles is easy to transmit, Staub says not to panic. We have a very effective vaccine and many people are vaccinated against measles. One thing to keep in mind, vaccine exemptions among Arizona kindergartners have risen in recent years. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A state Senate committee unanimously advanced a bill Tuesday that would legalize the use of psychedelic mushrooms for medical purposes in Arizona. The vote followed testimony from people who experienced how psilocybin helped their mental health. That included GoDaddy founder Bob Parsons, who talked about his return from Vietnam. I came back. I had a flash temper. I um, suffered from uh, depression. And um, no matter where I was, I never felt like I belonged or that I wanted to belong. Republican Senator T.J. Shope says the bill was aimed at addressing mental health issues like PTSD. That person will be able to do that here in consultation with a medical professional in a close setting, a clinical setting, and have something that 
uh, is potentially life-altering in a positive way. The measure specifies that psilocybin can only be administered at a state-licensed facility operated by a licensed medical provider that now heads to the full Arizona Senate for a vote. Labor and immigration advocacy groups want the Biden administration to use his special executive authority to make work, work permits available for undocumented people that are married to U.S. citizens. Arizona educator Sherry Lecone says she's been married to her husband for 15 years. He's undocumented and says the family lives in constant fear. That the father, the rock of our family, could be apprehended and deported from the United States at any time. My children experience nightmares and scream in the middle of the night, fearing that their father has been taken from them. The advocacy group American Families United says providing work permits to roughly 1.1 million undocumented spouses would bolster the U.S. workforce. Arizona representatives passed a bill Wednesday that would give Cochise County supervisors the opportunity to multiply. From the politics team, Cameron Sanchez explains. Each of Arizona's 15 counties is governed by an elected board of supervisors. Cochise County doesn't have a large population, but it is large in size. And Representative Gail Griffin says five supervisors would be better than the three spots currently allowed on the board. Two is a majority, and they have to talk in public, so they can't discuss anything privately. Three-member board can't conduct business outside of the meeting. And there might be an instance that they want to discuss something. Two of Cochise County's three supervisors were indicted in November for delaying certification of the county's 2022 election results. Ultimately, it'd be up to the three current supervisors to decide whether to ask voters if they want to increase the size of the board. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Some Arizona lawmakers are sick of people driving too slow in the left lane on highways. Republican Senator David Gallen wants to create a fixed $250 fine for those slow drivers. You'll see a lot of congestion happening, especially these days. And then you'll ultimately see wrecks and car crashes and such. And sometimes that is from people staying in the lane they shouldn't be in. It's already the law that anyone driving at less than the normal speed of traffic must drive in the right-hand lane. But the penalty for the violation is currently left up to the discretion of a judge. Preparations are underway for the Valley to host the NCAA Men's Final Four. The last four teams remaining in college basketball's annual tournament will face off in Glendale in early April. And as Christina Estes reports from the business desk, Phoenix is also getting in on the action. When the Valley last hosted the Final Four in 2017, organizers said more than 300,000 people attended downtown events. Jay Perry with the local organizing committee told council members they expect Phoenix hotels to book more than 22,000 room nights with an average daily rate of $360. The reason we do these major events is it is the way to put Arizona, and especially Phoenix, on the global platform. It is an enormous commercial. I've heard from our tourism partners and our economic development partners, we cannot buy the type of exposure that these major events provide to us. The Phoenix Convention Center will host a fan fest, while Hans Park will be the site of a free music festival. No performers have yet been announced. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In other news, the Forest Service is cracking down on no-shows for its highly sought Fossil Creek permits in northern Arizona's Coconino National Forest. From the Frontier's Task and Flagstaff, Michel Morisco reports. 
Fossil Creek is one of only a pair of rivers in Arizona with the federal wild and scenic designation. The agency wants to make it more accessible, so it's metering out permits. Most permits will only be available for 30 days from the date of purchased. Another 20% will be available only three days in advance. You can buy permits through the federal recreation.gov websites. Permits are required from April 1st to October 1st. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. In sports, a bizarre and emotional night for the Suns. Even before the game started, Piston Center, Isaiah Stewart was arrested for assault for punching Sun Center Drew Eubanks. Eubanks said before the game the altercation happened as he was coming into the arena. An argument started and they were chest to chest before Stewart threw the punch and was arrested. Eubanks was fined for the game, though police say he sustained a minor injury. In the game, Kevin Durant scored 25. The Suns overcame fellow All-Star Devin Booker's early ejection to rout Detroit 116-100 last night. It was Pistons coach Monty Williams' first game back in Phoenix since being fired by the Suns. He received a video tribute and a loud ovation, ovation rather, from the sellout crowd. Booker was ejected just five minutes into the game after his second technical foul. Like I said, bizarre night in Phoenix for basketball. Hockey, the Coyotes' misery continues. They dropped their seventh straight. They fell at home to the Minnesota Wild, 3-1. to one. Connor Ingram started in goal, had 28 saves uh, through two periods before he was replaced by Carol Vimelka, who had 12 saves in the uh, third period. Coyotes, though, have not won now since January 22nd. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ Sunup, Arizona's morning news podcast on this Thursday, February the 15th. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening today. Hang in there. Weekend right around the corner, and we will do this again tomorrow.